Hello everyone, I am Juwan Arrington, back again with another episode of the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast, where we feature an amazing person from right here in the Quad City area. And today, as you all know, the 100 Series is all about spreading positivity here in the area. And today's guest is definitely a spreader of positivity. She runs Love's Locker Room on social media. Uh, amazing apparel lines, spreading great messages. Trisha Hall, how are you doing today? Good. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Thank you for taking time out of your day to come on here and share a little bit about what you're doing. Now, uh, before we get started and talk about your business and your brand, how about go ahead and uh, just tell everyone at home who doesn't know you exactly who is Trisha Hall? Oh, boy. Um... (laughs) Well, I am actually first and foremost a mom to four crazy kiddos. I have two boys and two girls ranging in age from 12 to four. And um, yeah, I've been a stay-at-home mom since 2010 and uh, just kind of, you know, doing the mom life and taking care of them has been the biggest part of my life for the last 10 plus years. And then um, just recently, I had decided to also start a little um, business to promote positivity and kindness. And really, that was all brought on because of my kiddos. So when I'm not being the mom, I'm doing that. And I just, I really love to spread kindness in our community. I love hanging out with my good friends. And we all try to do things together to just build positivity and kindness and inclusion within our little community out here in Geneseo. Love it. Very cool. Yeah. I've uh, had an opportunity to feature quite a few folks out there in Geneseo Morgan, obviously one, Mm -hmm. uh, Tony Brooks, uh, awesome CrossFit instructor. Hey, Haley Reagan, she's hanging out over there right now. Well, just a lot of cool things coming out of, coming out of Geneseo right now. Sure is. And I know all of those people. And yes, definitely can attest. They're all amazing. Very cool. So yeah, go ahead and just uh, share about how you came up with uh, the concept of the Love's Locker Room. Um, well, kind of when I was talking to you, the biggest thing was I used to lead some moms groups. I did a lot of things just to promote positivity and authenticity among moms since I became one. And after I had my fourth baby, little Hazel Rose, um, I actually battled postpartum depression pretty bad and kind of withdrew from a lot of my leadership responsibilities within the mom group community. And, um, after a couple years figuring all that out, getting back on my feet, I had met some awesome people out here in Geneseo who encouraged me to do some more things with uh, some of the volunteer opportunities I had already been taking advantage of. And right around the same time, there was a story in the news about a little boy that was nine years old who had committed, committed suicide. And I think it was out in Colorado. And it was right in between my boys' ages at the time. And I just couldn't shake it. And it was because of bullying. And uh, 
Yeah, I just couldn't shake it. And at the same time, I had a day where I was wearing a shirt that said, be a good human, you know, just put a shirt on for the day. And I had ran a couple errands and every single place I stopped, someone commented on my shirt. And I realized then this is something I could do. I love statement tees. I love graphics tees. It's my wardrobe. And I love to spread positive messages through that. You know, we can reach people that we don't even know we're reaching through what we wear on our clothes. And so it was then that I decided I was going to make an apparel line that spread positive messages of kindness and love and inclusion. And I literally decided I was going to do it a month later launched at the big state street market out here in Geneseo and have just went full force from then. So that's awesome. That was, yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm looking at, at your, uh, at your page right now on Instagram and I'm just looking at some of the cool designs that, that you've had, that, that you have uh, one that says hope is greater than fear. Love that one. And then one that has the peace sign and it says make a difference. Love that one as well. And uh, let's see here. And then there's one more that says, sorry, fully known and loved and has loved twice, which I thought that was really cool. So super cool designs and artwork. Like, so how do you go about, you know, figuring out like what kind of, you know, phrases that you're going to put on to your shirts and how they're going to look? Um, that's actually a big, a big deal for me is the phrases. So I like to say that my tagline is message beyond the words. So the words on the shirt speak to you. It's the thing that draws you in, but it's the message behind them. So every shirt that I decide to make has a message behind it. It's something been on my heart, something I've posted on my own personal page or blog. And like the fully known in love, for example, that was finding other moms and you know, they were, we live in this world sometimes where we don't know the story behind everybody. And sometimes we may think people have it all together and maybe they're really struggling. And I think one of the best things we can do for each other as just human beings is be authentic and vulnerable and real to allow other people to know that we're in this together. So that was one of the big things. I started featuring moms that um, told stories of some really tough times and hardships they've overcome, addictions, postpartum depression, one even had lost their husband. And uh, just kind of telling things from their, their side and allowing them this avenue to be vulnerable and get people to know what's really going on in their life and accept them and love them for their courage and embrace what's going on. So like that, the hope is greater than fear. That's the one that I actually launched right when all of the COVID things happened. I wanted to leave my home with hope. I didn't want them to lead through all of this with fear. I wanted our home to be a place of hope through this all. And so, yeah, it's just, it's a message on my heart that I make shorter to fit on a shirt and then think of the designs and the symbolism, the things that symbolize that message the best in my own um, head and heart. So that's really where it comes from. I just, it's a lot of things up in, up in the old noggin there that, <laughs> that come to life. And I have, uh, I do a lot of the designs in my head and then work with my screen printer to help bring those to life as well, so. Well, well these designs are absolutely amazing. So big props to uh, the person who's 
putting them together for you because they look absolutely amazing and awesome. I'm definitely going to have to to get some of these shirts too as well because they look like really, 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 really cool. Thanks. For sure. And um, yeah, you're, you're mentioning that you had, um, you talked to different mothers and you get their stories. What are some stories that really kind of stick out to you and like really like, like touch you? I know that they've all touched you, but what have been some that have, you know, stuck on your mind? I think uh, probably one of the biggest ones from the Fully Known and Loved campaign was one of my good friends out here actually is a widow in her early 30s. She lost her husband in a tragic accident and she had a brand new baby at home when all of this happened. And if you didn't know her, if you just saw her out on the street, just walking around or met her at a school function, you would be intimidated by how put together she is and how, how amazing mom she is. And then, and that was the whole purpose there is that was what really made me want to tell people the story. She was, you know, she was concealing hurt and a lot of grief that she just felt like she had to go on and, um, you know, you don't know how people are going to receive those types of messages or those types of things happening in your life. And so to be able to give her this avenue to share for people who didn't know and know, oh, hey, you know, she's had some things happen and maybe we don't all have it together the way that sometimes we present ourselves or appear to be. And I think that it really like took a load off for her, you know, that so people knew, hey, this is things are going on. And we didn't necessarily expect her to be this put together mom all the time. And just a simple little thing I could do like that for someone who's overcome so much. I that was huge for me to be able to give her an avenue to tell her story in the third person's point of view. So that was probably one of my most impactful things that I've done so far. And because I do this a lot with the 100 series and that's going out and the same as you is getting people that avenue to hear you know their life and their stories in order to help other people then connect to that person and inspire you know that person who's reading the story have you gotten any feedback from other people who may have read um, an article a story that you've posted about someone and gotten that feedback yeah, I have. And I know, I think a lot of people actually even reached out to her and just even mentioned on the blog or on the post how amazed they were by her. And uh, I had a couple of people who had messaged me privately wanting to know if I could connect them just because they'd been through similar experiences. And, you know, there's, there's different types of groups and people that meet to do, to deal with things like that and the healing process. And, uh, there was also another mom that I'm good friends with. And the two, we're both, we're all out here in Geneseo. And that mom actually had a completely different experience where she almost lost her life after having her baby this last fall. Um, and some of the things that this other mom shared in how she dealt with the grief, such as, uh, one of the things she said is it never gets easier. It gets different. And this girl messaged me and she's like, that was so pivotal for me to hear someone say that that was such a big, that was something I was looking for. Like it doesn't get easier. 
after I've dealt with this, but it's different. Life is a little different now. And those two, you know, that was something that really helped this mom who was struggling in her healing process as well. And I, that's when I was like, this is exactly what I was hoping to do with this. Very cool stuff. Very cool stuff. Now, where is exactly are your shirts available? They're available online, obviously, but um, before everything kind of started shutting down, were they also available in like storefronts as well? Yeah, I actually have, uh, I have my things set up at the market in Moline. I'm not sure if you've heard of that, but there's a lot of cool shops. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a little storefront there at the market. And um, a lot of times I go out to different markets and events in the spring and summer. And then otherwise, yeah, online. And um, we've had some wholesale opportunities. I had my shirts in a store in DeWitt and another online boutique as well. So different way, different little wholesale opportunities where you can shop other boutiques. Unfortunately, in this time, that's not the case, but hopefully that will continue to grow as life resumes some type of normal here, hopefully sooner than later. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And going back to the phrases on those shirts, what has been the response that you've gotten from people? Have you ever had an experience where someone either has seen a shirt that you've been wearing or that someone else has been wearing and they said, wow, that's an, you know, an amazing quote. I love that. That really helped me out. Have you had any kind of experiences like that? Yeah. Um, a couple, I know, uh, a lot of what I do too. And when around this time last year, when I was traveling to a lot of different markets in the Midwest is I had made kindness at its best in the Midwest teas just because I talk about how I feel like Midwest kindness is just different. You know, it's different here. I've lived in some different areas of the country and there's just really nothing like Midwest kindness. I feel like that. And um, I've had a lot of people talk about how they have moved there from the Midwest and have moved out to California or Florida and they've ordered the shirts to wear where they live now and people mention it all the time like you're right I visited the Midwest that's so true you know just different things like that that's been a big one Um, one of my very first designs was kind people are my kind of people and that was one that really took off and I had a lot of really amazing stories from parents that kids had been maybe having a difficult time in school or something and they got their that kind that shirt for their kid and um and then the kind is cool with we it had like little aviator sunglasses it was super fun those were my first designs and um i actually did a kindness campaign out here in geneseo that with that shirt kindness cool at geneseo schools and that's been a big one that affected the kids and that's special talk more about that then that campaign So that was actually just a couple months after I had started and um, the great kindness challenge is a national challenge that happens every year. It's all over the country and world actually. And Geneseo schools take part in it. It's a week long challenge and we do kindness projects for the community um, within their schools, do some pep assemblies. So what we did that year is, um, 
the school that my kids went to, I helped lead a pep assembly there, which was super fun. We also teamed up with Aaron Howard. He came to one of the schools and did a really fun, you know, pep assembly, yoga, dance uh, deal. And then I used the, I, the shirts were sold in all the schools out here. So a ton of families bought the shirts and I used the, some of the proceeds from that. And we just had a big, huge kindness kickoff party. And that was actually the year that that winter was ridiculously cold. So, um, it, it ended up being a kindness. It was supposed to be a kickoff it ended it up being a kindness celebration, but we ended the week with stations where we made posters for all the first responders and hospitals. We made toys for the humane societies. We packed bags for foster hope. And so we used all of this, um, we had donations and everything, and we were able to reach out and support five or six different organizations and families came to the kickoff. We had snacks, we had a big dance party. Um, it was awesome. It was so fun. It was awesome. So that was my very first year that we had that big, huge kindness, uh, challenge. That's really cool that you were able to get so many people involved in your community from the schools to the parents and really to help bring people together. That's amazing. You should really pat yourself on the back for that. It was. It was awesome. And we even had some um, student Senate kids from the middle school come in and help make hearts, kindness hearts for all the little kids. And some of the cheerleaders come and do dances that night, too. It was it was really awesome. It was nice. So what kind of or actually before I get in, into that question, what have been some like your your top selling slogans or designs that you've been doing this? Um, definitely the kind people are my kind of people. And another really big one was stay close to people who feel like sunshine. That was a really big one as well. Um, <clears throat> the hope is the hope is greater than fear has been huge right now. And be the good. I think we had one, it said, believe there is good in the world. And then be the good was highlighted. I'm trying to think of what other ones. Oh, kindness is dope. We had one, we had one that said kindness is dope with, um, the hundred percent or the keep it 100. So, uh, the, my boys helped me design that one, and it was a hit. It was all of the uh, kids, the young kids around here wanted that sweatshirt, and that was cool to see that they wanted this kindness sweatshirt. And I've even recently, the hope is greater than fear when I've had a couple moms with high school daughters, and they've messaged me saying how much they love that their high school kids are wanting to wear are begging them to buy my shirts because you know they're in high, middle school, high school age, and they're choosing and wanting to wear kindness shirts. So, or shirts that promote hope and positivity. So, I love that for sure. And I think when it comes to spreading positivity, it's really hard to to not agree with with wanting to, to be positive. There's so much stuff, noise out there, especially on social media, and people always they always gravitate towards when they see something positive because they don't really see it that often, even though in my opinion, and this is kind of the reason why I do what I do is because positivity is everywhere. It's probably more prevalent than negativity. It's only because of 
we see something, you know, bad or whatever happen, and we it's somewhat it's out of the norm and it's not what we expect. So we bring attention to that. But mm-hmm. there's way more good going on than there is bad, and I think we definitely need those reminders about that. For sure. And that's kind of what I wanted to show and just show people that it really doesn't matter. It could be paying for the person behind you in the line getting coffee. It could be holding the door open. And that's what I teach my kids. It doesn't have to be these grand gestures to be kind, you know, it can be just the littlest things. And that's probably one of the biggest things we've done during quarantine is we, I've taken my kids out. We did May Day baskets. We delivered hugs and kisses from a safe quarantine distance where we packaged up just Hershey's hugs and kisses and randomly dropped them off at 50 houses, you know, just doing these little acts of kindness that can really just make a big change and turn around someone's day. And that's just really what I'm about is just trying to show everyone that it doesn't take a lot to be kind and, you know, make a big impact on someone. Love it. Absolutely love it. I'm totally on board with with what you're doing. Um, You mentioned uh, obviously with the current situation going on here in the world and especially in our community, what are, what would you have to say for someone who might not necessarily be taking the situation that well uh, right now? I think what I would say is, you know, because I hear, I hear the different things that people think, and I just feel like the fear and negativity, it really, it doesn't change anything for us, you know? It's not, it's not going to make things better. It's not going to make things move faster, and I think that in my heart and soul, I truly believe that this has kind of been a gift to reset for us all and slow down and take a look at the different things in our life that are important that maybe we've pushed to the side a little bit, um, chasing other things. And that's just kind of the way that I've, I've been looking at it. And when I've talked to some of my friends who are having a hard time with it, I just say, you know, more positive we can be the way the more we can find avenues to connect this way and you know in any way we can that's what's going to make the difference and that's how we can make our relationships grow that's how we can um, teach our kids resilience i mean right that's the biggest thing right now is we need to be we need to focus on being resilient and bouncing back from this and coming together because the more that we are together, the more we're helping each other, the more we're showing kindness and um, really appreciating the people that are out there doing the hard work. I think that's, that's the best thing that we can do and really come out stronger as a community and as a country on the other side. And that's another thing, like with the whole Difference Maker project, that was my hope is we're, you know, I have boys, they're super into sports and, you know, these athletes become role models to them or, you know, girls who, who adore movie stars and that's all fine and dandy and it's fun. But I feel like now in my home, my kids are realizing who these big difference makers are. You know, they're seeing these nurses and doctors that were still going to work when we got to stay home. The law enforcement, you know, just all these people that were still out there grinding and doing the tough stuff 
to take care of everybody. And we actually were lucky that we got to stay home. And I feel like their focus has kind of changed on who our real everyday heroes are. And I think that's huge too. I think we can just try to find the silver lining and um, and the little things. And that's what's really going to help us get through this. Love it. Love it. Good stuff. Now we're going to go ahead and we're going to switch gears now. And we're going to go to a, a new segment that I just started on a podcast called The Crow's Nest. And The Crow's Nest is it's basically a hot seat full of just some some fun, random questions here. I If we were here in person, I have them in a bowl and you would pick uh, three out and you would answer those three. But because <laughs> You know, through the internet, uh, I have the questions right here. I have 10 questions here. And uh, what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you pick out three questions. So just pick a number between one and 10, and we'll go ahead and answer that. Sound good? Oh, boy. Okay. I'm going to go with number two. All right. Number two. What is your dream vacation? Ooh, definitely Hawaii have wanted to go to Hawaii since I was a little girl. It's just pretty much everything I love in one spot. I love hiking. I love sightseeing. And then just being able to see the ocean. It's just everything that I would love. I'd love to do a luau. I'd love to just do all the things there. So yes, that's an easy one, Hawaii. <laughs> all right, all right. Next one, next number. Uh, five. All right, number five. Would you rather live on a beach or in the mountains? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with, uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to say beach. I'm going to say beach. That's a tough one for me though. Cause the mountains I do like, I like the mountains as well. All right. Any, uh, any reason why the beach? The thing that would, would make or break it for me is because the beach is warm. That's the only thing. I actually think I would prefer the things to do in the mountains, but I like the warmth of the beach. And right now, since I feel like it's been so long since we've had some good sunny pool weather, that's what I'm leaning on. Ask me this like in a couple months and I would maybe say different, but. All right, cool, cool. All right, last one. Eight. Number eight, all right. What would your dream house be like? Oh, I know this. My dream house would for sure be a huge farmhouse. I would want it to have a big uh, porch swing on the front and lots of animals. I'd want goats and chickens and donkeys that just roam around the yard. That would be my dream house and location. Very cool. All right, then. You have survived the crow's nest. Good job. <laughs> Why is it called the crow's nest? Uh, because here on, in the 100 series, I have this big theme about, about flying high and you know, reaching to achieve your goal. And I just thought the name the crow's nest would be you know, the best name for for this i actually thought of like a few other different names that i wanted to go with it like i thought of maybe like the spirit bowl as well but mm -hmm. I, I like the i just like the whole concept of flying so i went with crow's nest love it love it cool deal it's fine. <laughs> so we're about to wind down here 
uh, with the 100 Series podcast. Do you have anything that you would like to impart on the audience at home who is watching or listening to this right now? Um, I just think that I would encourage people to uh, just keep up, keep it kind, keep up the kindness. And uh, even when you're not feeling it, maybe you're kind of having a bad day, you doing a random act of kindness for somebody else, I feel like it always turns my day around. And that's really, that's the hugest thing for me. If you're feeling down, if you're feeling, you know, anything that is making you not not be your best self, I think kindness changes it all, whether it's kindness bestowed on you by someone else or kindness that you gift and it always finds its way back to you. So I just feel like that's one of the easiest, most free things that we can do is be kind, be kind to one another. And, you know, you'll see all the stories out there. You'll see how an act of kindness really changed things for someone, someone that was on the edge and someone did something kind to them and it changed, it completely changed their point of view on life even. And that's just what I want to do. I just want to try to make everyone realize that. And just like, like I said, keep it kind. It's the best way to be. It's a love it. How can people find you if they want to look for you online? Um, www.loveslockerroom.com is the website and you can order things there and there's a few blog posts. And then I have just, you can find me at Love's Locker Room on Facebook, Facebook and Instagram. So pretty easy. Love's Locker Room everywhere. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Trisha. Definitely appreciate you and everything that you are doing. So keep it up and uh, I'll be definitely be getting some of those shirts. Awesome. Thank you. And everyone at home, thank you for checking out another episode of the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast. Stay subscribed, stay followed on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, so you know exactly when the next episode will drop. Thank you all again, and fly high.